Welcome to Transmissions, where we talk all Hasbro, Takara, and third-party Transformers. On this episode, we're joined by special guest, comic book artist, and colorist Thomas Deere. We get a tease of a new third-party Metroplex on the horizon, Hasbro's studio series branches out into video games, and we check out the highlights from last weekend's TFCon LA. Today is Wednesday, March 15th, 2023, and this is episode 529 of Transmissions. Welcome to Transmissions, the podcast that, after seeing everyone's pictures from TFCon LA, has booked an appointment for therapy, because the FOMO is real. I'm your host, Charles, a.k.a. Big C, and I'm joined by the excellent Transmissions team. Super cool comic book colorist, Thomas Deere. Hey, guys. And Daryl, the Cybertronian Beast. Hello. Let's talk Transformers. All right. Uh, yeah, we've got a special guest in the house today. So uh, Thomas Deere, awesome colorist from IDW, uh, lot uh, done cover art as well. Lots of lots of cool projects we've worked on over the years. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, guys. Thanks for inviting me. Uh, happy to be here. Yeah. And uh, we're going to jump right into toy talk here on the main show, but uh, stick around for Transmissions Alt Mode. That'll be up Friday, and we do a deep dive with Mr. Thomas Deere. We go into his backstory, his origin story, all the good stuff. Uh, some tea about uh, Dreamwave, uh, the latter days of Dreamwave. So, you know, lots of interesting, interesting stuff to talk about, how, how uh, Thomas got his start in, uh, in doing comic book art. So really cool we may have already recorded it (laughs) 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 all right as always we start the show by thanking our donatrions those lovely people who support us on patreon and paypal you guys are awesome we really appreciate the support and helping us keep the show going if you are not a Donatron and would like to become one, just go to transmissionspodcast.com slash support. That's where you can sign up. This week, we are welcoming a brand new Patreon or Donatron, I should say, James. James, thank you for signing up. We really appreciate your support. And we hope you are enjoying all the extra bonus content that you now have access to. So check that out on our Patreon page. There's lots of cool stuff there. And, uh, you know, check it out and hopefully enjoy it. <laughs> so, uh, of course, one of the things we've got is Daryl's awesome bonus show. We like big bots. Him and Dr. Pants go through really cool uh, giant robots in the Transformers franchise. There, You know, lot, Transformers has lots of characters, but some characters are just larger than life. And those are the ones that Daryl and Dr. Pants go over on We Like Big Bots. So there's uh, 10 bonus episodes already available for your viewing pleasure. Enjoy those. More will be on the way as soon as uh, Dr. Pants uh, is able to record again. We're, uh, we're eagerly awaiting his return. But for right now, we've got those 10 episodes out there to, to keep you happy. So, uh, Daryl, any, uh, any one of your favorites out there that, uh, that people should check out? Oh, I mean... I really enjoyed Devastator when we talked about Devastator. I think I had like, I think I have like seven Devastators. So to go through those and they are some of the most cumbersome figures to, to, you know, mess around with, especially that studio series Devastator. You, you forget that it's there until you're like, oh yeah, that's a Devastator. And then you try and, you know, finagle that thing onto the screen and you realize, no, it's like a giant quadruped. Uh, it's, it's just, it's not meant to be held, you know, uh, in the air. So yeah, it's, uh, it was, it was a fun one to do, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm more partial to the green, you know, G1 devastator, but, uh, I, I've got a bunch of those and Dr. Pants has a bunch and it's just, a uh, the epitome of just like G1-ness, it's just it's just ridiculousness these giant construction vehicles you know combining and i just i just loved it so yeah that's uh that's probably one of my favorites and uh yeah uh, a giant big bot so 
Cool. All right. Uh, also, we uh, other content we've got is our Transformers Live Play RPG podcast, and that's Empire of Rust. That's done by our awesome producer and editor, Mike, and his uh, crew. Uh, they are inching towards episode 100. So this week we have episode 97, Assume the Party Escort Submission Position. Uh, and uh, so this is uh, three more episodes until episode 100. You can k- check out Empire of Rust on the main feed at transmissionspodcast.com slash rust. That's where all the episodes are. It is in uh, our main podcast feed. So if you are subscribed to that, you will get those episodes as they come out. This week is the regular episode in the feed. Although next week you get the bonus episode that's uh, the early uncut version of episode 98 that comes out a week early. That's only for Donatron. So that will be up on our Patreon page. But uh, if you are just listening to the main feed, you still got to wait another week for episode 98. So it's on, since it's on a bi-weekly schedule. So. But if you are a Donatron, if you sign up, you can get them a week early. So, uh, you know, something to consider. All right. So I think that's uh, all our announcements. So let's get into some toy talk. All right. And we're going to start off this week by talking about Kang Toys and their CY-Mini-O5 Thor Mini. Uh, This is, uh, so we've talked about it before. They did their giant, you know, Predaking figure that's like seven or eight figures. Um, And it's amazing. It looks awesome. They're also doing it in gold, which we've talked about before, but they're now doing a tiny little version of it. And uh, this is another one of the figures for that and it's just a downscaled version of their original you know masterpiece scaled one and this is the gorilla component uh we've we discussed this before that uh predaking now has a gorilla in it um but uh this is necessary for the figure to have you know a good stable waist and uh so yeah, this is this is Predaking's pants. Uh, you know, <laughs> it's a it's a nice big chunky gorilla that turns into Predaking's pants, and it's it's necessary for the transformation. But this is for the uh, the 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 mini version, the legend scale version of the figure, and it's just awesome. I think this is probably more in people's uh, you know their scale, uh, their, their price range that they want to do. But, uh, yeah, it, uh, it's definitely a very cool figure. Um, so look for this, uh, where you buy your, uh, your legend scale figures. Is this, I mean, is it kind of look like Optimus primal? At least the robot mode looks a little bit like Optimus primal. Definitely does. does. Yeah. All right. Next up, speaking of Optimus Primal, uh, we've got the uh, – this is the uh, a new version of the Kingdom Optimus Primal and Megatron figures. It's being released as a two-pack in Japan by Takara, and this is the Eternal Beast Showdown. So uh, I believe these are getting new, deco- new paint decos for these characters, so they're looking uh, a lot more shiny, so a lot, uh, you know – Looking a lot closer to their uh, computer animation models from the Beast Wars show. Uh, those eyes are a little terrifying on Optimus Primal there, <laughs> uh, but uh, these look uh, these look pretty cool. I mean, I think uh, for folks in, Taka- in Japan uh, who are fans of Beast Wars, uh, I think these are these are pretty nice looking decos for these Kingdom figures. So it uh, looks pretty cool. All right, and up next, another Legend Scale figure. Look at me having all the Legends fun today. Um, this is from a uh, a new company, and uh, I think their their name is just Why, just Why. I don't. I don't. Use uh, Hobbyland. Is that? Oh, 
I guess. It oh, no, that's be use. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't matter. The The point of the story is not who's making it. The point of it is that it's a legend scale Metroplex. And this is something that I, when I, I read this, I thought, holy crap, why hasn't this been done before? Um, and we've gotten like chibi ones before. And, but if this is a legit legend scale Metroplex, then, you know, I might be into it. Uh, the story is saying that it's 45 centimeters tall with 20 points of articulation. And for you Americans out there, 45 centimeters is just over 17 and a half inches. Uh, those are, uh, that's in your Neanderthal measurements. Um, and so it's, it's pretty big for legend scale. Um, it, that's, that's, yeah. So on my desk here, that's, that's about right here. So my desk is, you can't see it. So what is it? What am I trying to describe? To you? Uh, there, Can you see that? That's, yeah, that's, that's pretty big. Yeah. So not, it's no, a legend scale city. Is that comparable to the Generations Metroplex, like in terms of size? I mean, I, I guess I've got it there. Um, well, Generations Metroplex was over two feet, right? He's he's. Thing is, is I think Generations Metroplex is in scale with with Legends figures. So, <laughs> but uh, it's just it's a neat thing to have um, this uh, this Legend scale Metroplex. I. I Looking at it, it looks very detailed. It looks really blocky, right? So it looks a lot more G1 accurate than I think uh, uh, most legend scale figures that are being made today are, are you know, are, are putting up that the, the better kind of articulation. 20 points of articulation on a figure this large uh, seems like, doesn't seem like enough. They, uh, they seem, they should be, should be more, should be capable of doing more. Um, but this is still really early. This is still like, you know, CAD, you know, images, some, some computer generated, uh, you know, prototype imagery. And, uh, there's a good chance this may not even come out. So, um, anyway, uh, this is something that's, uh, you know, a little bit of news made a little bit of how do people talking this week, but, uh, we'll see how far it goes. Okay, next up, uh, this is a shout-out for Jeremy, who couldn't be here this week. But uh, Canon, uh, we've got the Nemesis Prime version of the Optimus Prime Canon camera. Uh, so uh, it's got the, the all black. It's got, a, I guess, an evil matrix and, this, you know, the, the black with uh, teal highlights. Just like every good Nemesis Prime slash Scourge should uh, should look, and then you know it's got it's got the camera mode. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think when we saw when we saw these uh, these Canon uh, Transformers last year, I, I don't think we were too impressed. I think we're still not that impressed. But Nemesis Prime, uh, maybe the, maybe this will be enough for Jeremy to bite on it since uh, it's got the Nemesis Prime colors. Well, because he he is there'd a, be three of them though. <laughs> I mean, I I'm surprised they like they didn't do like a proper reflector. I mean, they did reflector, but not like you know like they're the G one ified reflector. So it seems like a missed opportunity. Yeah, yeah. And Optimus Prime just doesn't seem like a good fit for the, for for a camera mode, but here it is. And isn't won't the Matrix be in every single picture? <laughs> uh, what a terrible placement for the Matrix! Like a terrible camera. <laughs> Why does he have a little tiny camera? <laughs> he has his own little camera. <laughs> Oh, well, uh, yeah, I mean, so for anyone who's really into Canon cameras uh, and Transformers, I guess this is a win, but for, uh, and I think this is only being sold in Japan. I don't think this is being marketed outside of Japan. So I guess, uh, I hope can I hope Canon is getting the, mar the marketing push that they, they want out of this. I mean, at this, at this point, cameras are kind of, at least if you're not a professional photographer, cameras are kind of. You're you're not. No one's buying cameras anymore. Like with smartphones everywhere, mm -hmm. but I don't know. 
enjoy your uh, Nemesis Prime camera. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And lastly, uh, f- for our section here, we've got, uh, and I remember something about this before, but it's X Transbots Bulwark. <gasps> Uh, this is a masterpiece scaled G one of bulkhead. And, you know, Charles, you'll have to correct me if I'm wrong, but I remember something like this being a TF con exclusive. Um, maybe it was done by another company. Um, but, uh, I seem to recall this thing being around. Um, but anyway, it's, uh, it's X trans bots and, uh, we're now getting product shots of this bulkhead and it is based off of the figure they've done a bunch of times, the Dante and Da Vinci, which is their Inferno or Grapple figures. I believe they've also done that figure as an Art Fire and uh, the uh, the the light green one. What's his nuts called? I don't know what he's called. Uh, a hauler. Hauler, that one. Yeah. So I think they've done this figure a bunch of different times, but. Anyway, this one is definitely um, getting the bulkhead uh, head and a a big giant kind of cargo trailer type dealio on his back, which really does suit the bulkhead uh, character from Animated. And uh, the way it transforms really kind of suits that character as well. Um, I can, the, the toy really does lend itself to a G1ified you know, look and, uh, yeah, I can see it. I can see the G one bulkhead here. Um, a lot more than what, uh, what we got with the main line actually. Um, yeah. All right. All right. That's all our quick hits. So let's go on to our main topic. All right. Well, we got some big news this week. Uh, Finally, it was revealed the next Studio Series figures. And we had some speculation. We had some teases uh, a couple weeks ago. We weren't sure what it was going to be. Like, we had speculation as to what War for Cybertron was going to be. And it turns out it was the 10-year-old video game. So the video game designs from Transformers War for Cybertron and Fall of Cybertron which is not the Netflix War for Cybertron show. That, that Those designs are very different. Uh, but these were kind of the first um, Hasbro push for true Cybertronian modes uh, in their Transformers characters. I mean, I know we had some of the War Within, those uh, I- Titanium figures from a few years before that that were based on the Don Figueroa designs from War Within. But here we had a whole Transformers toy line of Cybertronian modes, and it was you know, all taken from these two video games that were out uh, on and available everywhere, and uh, everyone had was playing them. And it was, I uh, yeah, I I never got a chance to finish the video games, but uh, they the graphics were cool. It was uh, cool. You got to play as lots of different characters. You got to play on both sides, Autobots and Decepticons. Um, so those are those were cool video games, and now we've got the designs from those games. So the first three Studio Series figures are. Barricade, Optimus Prime, and Bumblebee, and so these are ava- these are available for pre-order now, um, and you can check out uh, these designs. Barricade is interesting because I don't think they they did have a toy of Barricade that was released back when the when the games were out, but uh, it's interesting. I don't even remember Barricade even being in the game? Yeah, I, I I don't remember either, but I think he was. But it was it's interesting that they they picked his uh, his character, and then uh, uh, Bumblebee, of course, Bumblebee's everywhere. This was back when Bumblebee was still not talking, so you have a, you 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 had to align with the uh, the movies and the Transformers Prime universe where Bumblebee has lost his voice, so he wasn't talking in the game at all. But you could play as him and and uh, transform. And you know, f- drive around as him, and then Optimus Prime, of course, uh, had that unique design, and you got to play as him in the game too. And this this version of Optimus Prime has a, of course, every every new Optimus Prime these days has to come with a open chest that opens and has the Matrix inside. So that uh, 
I don't think that was a feature of the original uh, War for Cybertron toy that was out from 10 years ago. Uh, but uh, otherwise, these these look pretty good. Uh, Daryl, what do you think of uh, these figures? W- was this a surprise for you? Well, I think I remember we were we were talking a, a, a probably a year or maybe more a, lo- a while back when we were trying to figure out what Studio Series eighty six was, and the speculation that we kind of came up with is that the movie line was going to run out of figures at some point and they were going to need to come up with some way to extend it. And what better way than going back and doing the animated movie, right? This thing was full Mm -hmm. of characters and they could go on for years if they wanted to. Well, they obviously have people talking about, well, you don't, they don't want to go on with the, just the 86 movie. They want other characters. They want other figures that aren't just, the the same G1 characters regurgitated through the pseudo series line. And I get that the, the G1 characters are everywhere else. Um, but these figures are iconic to the two video games that high moon put out. These are by far the high watermark for transformers video games. And people still are asking for a proper sequel. Yeah, it got a sequel by another company, like Revenge of the Spark or High Rise of the Rise, Spark. Or... Rise of the Dark Spark, I think. Rise of the Dark Spark, yes. I own it, and I don't know the name of it. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it's not great. Um, but those two first video games, War of, Cy- War of Cybertron and Fall of Cybertron, uh, are unparalleled in the, in the fan community as being the best Transformers video games. And yeah, I've played them both. I've beat them both. They're great games and the character designs are very unique. Um, and these toys are going to do exceptionally well in studio series. Um, the first time that they, they brought out toys for these video games, they did well. Uh, the first time for war of Cybertron, they weren't actually labeled as, the game toys, they were just kind of lumped in with the, the generations toy line and just labeled as Cybertronian Optimus prime and Cybertronian bumblebee. When fall of Cybertron came out, they actually had a, uh, you know, a dedicated line of generation toys for this video game. And they did, you know, they did the, the marketing, right. But these toys, these look amazing. And I still have, all the toys that I bought for uh, the original release of of the in the Generations line and in the uh, in the Fall of Cybertron line um, because they're just such great figures. Uh, I'm not sure how many of these I'm going to get because it's going to be doubling up on a lot of the characters from those from this first line. But people that have gotten into these games late uh, deserve the opportunity to get figures of these toys because they were ext- like I said, extremely unique designs. Uh, with uh, that uh, pulled off some incredible transformations. I don't know if you've ever experienced that uh, War for Cybertron Optimus Prime that this one's based on, but the original one, it's a tough transformation. It's like 40 steps in like in a deluxe. So it's, it's incredible. <laughs> so um, I, I, I'm looking forward to seeing these messing with one or two and if I can get my hands on them without buying them first, but they're going to be a wait and see for me because I have the existing ones already, but they look great. They, they really do. Yeah. Yeah. My, my son, I think was, uh, about six years old. He's 16 now. So 10 years ago, he was six years old. And I, I got him like there, there was a three pack of Megatron Optimus Prime and Bumblebee. And I got that for him for his birthday and uh, he liked them. Uh, but, uh, you know, those, those are, those are toys that those were not collector's items. Those were toys that got played with and they, you know, they dis- <laughs> they disappeared into the, into the, into the bin somewhere, but yeah. uh, he had fun with them. <laughs> uh, Thomas, uh, uh, what did you, what do you think of these characters? Did you get to play the video games back in the day or did you have any, uh, any interest in them? Oh, absolutely. I, I was such a big fan of, of both games. 
Uh, I don't think I finished Fall of Cybertron, but War of Cybertron, I, I definitely finished. I collected the toys. I still have probably most of them. Uh, my favorite figure uh, from War of Cybertron was uh, I had the Takara version of Starscream, and it was such a beautiful toy, shiny. Uh, the colors were a little bit darker, I think, than um, the regular Hasbro, Hasbro release. But um, I still have that figure. I love that figure. <clears throat> these these uh, uh, new renditions look pretty cool. Uh, definitely that Optimus Prime and, and, and Bumblebee I'm, I'm really digging. Uh, I would have traded in Barricade for Starscream if, I, if it was up to me. But we'll hopefully see uh, Starscream in, in maybe a future wave of, uh, of these toys. And uh, I'm just, I'm kind of happy that we're seeing uh, uh, a nod to Fall of Cybertron, War of Cybertron, because uh, it was such a good era in in the fandom, and uh, I I'm I'm happy to return to it. <laughs> I don't know yeah. if I'll pick them up. Uh, I think uh, I'm running out of a, some shelf space space but uh uh I, I might have to check with my with my son he might uh he might make me pick up that bumblebee <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean that also 2012 2013 that was right around the time when uh, when more than meets the eye and robots in disguise were getting started and they uh like they had it didn't they have uh they had andrew griffith uh use the the uh these war for cybertron designs as the redesigns for the characters in robots in disguise. So, uh, yeah, it's, that was a, yeah, that was a, that was a, a definitely, uh, if not the golden age, a golden age of, uh, of transformers at that time. Yeah. I, I remember, uh, getting assigned, uh, rage of the Dinobots at the time, which was supposed to take place in the war of Cybertron universe. But then, mm -hmm. uh, and then they told us that it was going to be transformers prime. Uh, so some of the, characters in that Rage of the Dinobots were the War of Cybertron uh, molds, uh, but it was it supposed to be later in the Transformers Prime universe. Interesting, yeah. Mm -hmm. So did you did they, they have to modify the designs for that a little bit, like or, or try to align them a little bit with Transformers Prime? There, there was a handful of characters that looked like Transformers Prime characters, but uh, if I remember right, the Shockwave and and the Grimlock were War Cybertron toys. Mm -hmm. cool. I could be wrong, but that's how I remember it. That's neat. Yeah, because I mean that was the time. Also, they the that was the aligned continuity where everything was supposed to be in the same universe, right? Like Transformers Prime, yeah. the video games, uh, everything was supposed to be the same uh, same continuity. And and they had uh, somebody write like um, like the official story, right? Um, it was called Exodus. You guys remember that book? Yeah, it was yeah. By a guy named Alex Irvin. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, and that was supposed to chronicle the whole the official uh, lore of the Transformers. I still have that book somewhere. I'll finish. Yeah. It someday. <laughs> I think J Jeremy's read the whole trilogy there. I think he he uh, he says they're pretty good. So uh, there's a recommendation from him. <laughs> Do you think this bringing this back up to like the forefront these these figures and the the game you know imagery? Do you think they might be you know talking of thinking about putting another game in that universe? I'd love that personally, but uh, I I have a feeling that a lot of fans are are starting to get a a little um, tired of G one, uh, especially after the the Netflix series. I think that fans might be interested in something a little a little bit different, but I hope so. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I think we do have the we have the Transformers Reactivate game coming soon. So I think that's uh, if that's any indication, uh, it, it doesn't seem like they're uh, they're following up these games anytime soon. Unfortunately, but we'll see. 
before we uh, before we move on, I did want to we did get a little bit of uh, of commentary from our uh, editor and producer Mike Snazzy Mike on the Discord. Uh, he's he put in a comment because uh, he you know we we asked him if he was going to make it. He unfortunately couldn't make it tonight, um, but he wanted to leave some comments. So uh, here's his thoughts on the Studio Series War for Cybertron. Hey guys, since I wasn't going to be on, I wanted to give my thoughts on the War for Cybertron stuff that was revealed. I love the Prime, but I'm a little worried that they simplified the transformation too much. We'll see, but the big draw of the original for me is the complexity of the transformation. So there you go, Daryl. <laughs> he liked it. <laughs> he wanted those 40 steps. Yep. Uh, B is looking good in car mode, but a little boxy in bot mode. It may be more accurate to give to the game, but it doesn't look as streamlined slash smooth compared to the original. Barricade is an interesting choice because we never had one originally. The overall design looks neat, but it doesn't really match the game appearance. It seems reminiscent of the sideswipe design from Fall of Cybertron. But this shows they're willing to do new characters. And I'm looking forward to the aerial bots from that one level, specifically Air Raid. Mm-hmm. I love that design. That being said, the extra stuff like the Matrix and arm weapons are cool callbacks and what I'd expect from a redo of that line. Here's hoping they keep these up. Looking forward to a new Megatron and a good set of Combaticons. So I think that's a, that's pretty fair (laughs) all right well that's uh it for our toy talk so we will move on to trips to the store the transmissions podcast will return after these messages Okay, Trips to the Store, this is where we get to show off some of the cool Transformer stuff we got this week. It's powered by our friends at T Public. So if you want to get some cool Transmissions merchandise, you can check out our T Public store. That's at transmissionspodcast.com slash shop. You can get cool shirts like the one I'm wearing here. It's a, you know, our, this is a Sound Blaster shirt uh, with Transmissions logo on it. Uh, we've got other things there. Uh, Daryl, is that a transmission? I don't think that's a transmission shirt, Daryl. <laughs> Put your shirt down. <laughs> Hockey Hall of Fame. It, it needs recognition. <laughs> I've been there. I've been there. <laughs> it's a pretty cool place. You can't get that on our shop. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, if if you want to help us out, go to uh, and if you if you're buying anything from T Public, you can use our link and that will help out the show. Even if you don't buy a transmission shirt, if you buy any shirt from T Public, just go through transmissionspodcast.com/shop. Also, wait for the sales at T Public. They do sales pretty regularly where you can get 35% off your shirt. So, don't pay full price for the shirts at T Public. Definitely wait for the sale. Uh, but then use our link and uh, you know, give us a little give us a little help there. Okay, so we're going to start off uh, showing off the stuff we got this week. I'm going to go first. So uh, it is my birthday. Well, it, it was my birthday as we recorded this. Um, uh, also, uh, I share a birthday with Frank Welker. So uh, happy birthday to Frank Welker and to me. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, so uh, my wife uh, has been known to... Uh, Really, uh, she does her homework when uh, when picking presents for me. She has, even though she is not into Transformers at all, and kind of is suffers through letting me do this podcast every week. Uh, but she still uh, encourages my hobby and will pick up different things for me. So uh, this is something that she picked out for me and held on to it for a long time. So if you guys remember, uh, at the end of at the like the end of the summer last year, the UK Royal Mail put out a set of Transformers stamps. Uh, these were the the last stamps approved by Queen Elizabeth before she passed away, uh, but they were Transformers stamps uh, for the Royal Mail. And uh, they had put out a bunch of other merchandise uh, and prints and other things uh, to go with the, that those stamps all the, and to celebrate the artwork for Transformers comics in particular, because the UK Transformers comics were very big back in the eighties. And that was a nostalgia that, uh, that our, our UK friends have is the, um, 
Transformers comics. In particular, uh, one of the artists there, Andrew Wildman, uh, who is, uh, was big in, and also, uh, one of our, you know, one of our fellow, fellow friends now. He, he wasn't, uh, colors back in the eighties, but John Balbove, who's been doing colors, uh, recently for IDW, uh, for a long time. Uh, he got to work on these as well. And, uh, Trisha got me a framed print of the Optimus Prime and Megatron. Uh, scenes there. So thank you to my wife, Trisha, for uh, getting this for me and surprising me with it. So, and this is uh, the Andrew Wildman art, uh, uh, John Paul Bove colors. Uh, pretty awesome. Uh, if we, if we get Andrew Wildman back at another TFCon, maybe I'll, I'll like uh, see if he can sign this. Although I don't know if I can get it out of the frame so he can sign it. Uh, that might be, uh, it might be a little work, but, uh, That's awesome. and this, and, yeah, this is this is really cool. So, thank you again to my Trisha beautiful Green, wife. Is is she um, taking it upon herself to fill your backdrop? <laughs> <laughs> I think she is. So yeah this this is this is this is going to be up here somewhere. So I don't know if, it, I, if if I put it up too high, it'll be out of the frame. But you know, maybe maybe over here somewhere. You got to somewhere put back it on here. that. Uh, Put it on that dungeon door behind you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but then if I lean back, I'll, I might smash it. I don't want. I don't want that. I don't want anything to happen to it. But uh, yeah, that's so, awesome. Yes, yeah, yeah, very cool. All right, uh, Tom, we're going to go to you next. So, uh, what do you got to show off? Well, I feel shame that I haven't bought any Transformers in a while. Um, I. I think I have exhausted as much space as I could dedicate to toys. Um, but in recent uh, months, I've been uh, collecting a lot of Super 7 reaction figures. Uh, unfortunately, they're not Transformers. They are G.I. Joes. So I'll just show a couple uh, of my more recent acquisitions. So we have uh, uh, two different versions of Snake Eyes here. Um, this one in particular was actually gifted to me at the last uh, TFCon in Chicago by my buddy Colin. Uh, he took a trip especially because he knew I was a fan of, of uh, G.I. Joe and the Super 7 figures. And it's, um, it's a rare carded uh, version of Snake Eyes that's based off of issue 21 of the Real American uh, hero series and if anybody's a G.I. Joe fan it's a very well-known issue so I don't plan on taking that one out of the package but uh, lately I uh, had purchased uh, an old G.I. Joe headquarters off of eBay and I reassembled it and I have all my Super 7 reaction figures all manning the, the headquarters so that's uh, what I've been collecting lately. Unfortunately, no Transformers to report at this time. That's so cool. Is that the is that issue the the silent? Uh, is that the completely silent, silent issue? Silent interlude. Yeah, there's no. Yes. There's, yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah. All right. Contain your rage, Daryl. <laughs> you're up, you're up next. <laughs> <laughs> Those two comics at the beginning uh, were were intertwined. So I, I you know, I, I've got a couple GI Joe things there. I got a um, right there. You can just see the tip of it. That's the uh, that's my GI Joe whale. I have a whale playset. Oh. It was always I always wanted it as a kid, and I finally got access to one as a kid or as an adult. And uh, and I I put all the figures in it that appear on its box. So it's it's got like nine figures in it right now. But that's it. That's all the G.I. Joe I wanted. <laughs> uh, uh, I got a couple new figures this week. I got a call from uh, um, GameStop, or EB Games, as I still like to refer to it here in Canada. Um, and they said, well, we've got a pre-order that uh, showed up here for you. Oh, wait, there's two. I'm like, oh, two? I don't know whether I want to can afford two this week. Um, but uh, I did. And the first one is... Uh, is... Legacy Evolutions Metalhawk. So this thing has shown up, and uh, it's 
cool. This is based as I improperly predicted. It was, it's not based on, um, the, uh, the Geaxis mold. It's based on the Cyclonus mold. So that's still cool. It still looks good. I haven't taken it out of the box yet, but, uh, maybe I will, maybe I won't, who knows. Um, but it's cool. Uh, I kind of was hoping that the gold would be a little bit more gold. Uh, it's kind of looks just like a kind of a puke yellow. Um, but, uh, oh, well, it's, you know, at least it's not gold plastic and it's not going to break on me, uh, that I know of, but, uh, give it some time. Maybe it still will. Um, either way, it's uh, it's a metal Hawk and, uh, you know, it's, it's, if you don't count the, uh, the, the, the crappy little power of the primes metal Hawk that we got, then that's my first official metal Hawk. Uh, the next one I th- I got, uh, I didn't know what size this was going to be and was, uh, astonished to find out that it was leader class. Um, so this thing showed up and it is Skyquake. Oh, so this thing doesn't even have a hole in the box. so You can see it. So I'm just showing off the box, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, uh, I haven't had a chance this week, this past week as mine has been absolutely insane. So I just, uh, I was only able to, to pop in there and, and pick up the boxes of these things, but, uh, Skyquake on the back here, uh, this is from Transformers Prime and, uh, this thing looks like a really just a, just a badass character. And it does in fact show the combination between Skyquake and Needle Nose. So I don't know what that's about but it does it. So it's not like it's even, it's not even a secret combination. It's just, it's gotta be for something. And a lot of people have speculated it's for like a, a G2. Um, what's that one? Dreadwing. Dreadwing. Yeah. Yeah. I've completely spaced on the name there, but, uh, you know, who knows? We'll see. But, uh, Skyquake and this guy, he's just, he looks so cool. Um, yeah. Well, we we do have Transformers Prime Dreadwing who will be a, a repaint of this. I'm a, I'm speculating that they're going to put out a, a Transformers Prime Dreadwing since oh, it's of just a they simple will. repaint. Yeah, of course they will. So, so I guess uh, you can <laughs> by way of like cross uh, cross timeline universes. You've got a you've got this Dreadwing matching with that Needle Nose to to mimic the G two Dreadwing. Mm-hmm. With uh, with Neil nose back in the day or something, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But it does look pretty good, um, and uh, yeah, I'll open this thing eventually. Um, and we talked about it when they first announced it. I do really like, and I talked, to, I showed it off recently. And the original ones, the original Skyquakes over there, um, but he's got the uh, the the like the 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 design elements from the original. So anyway, it's cool. It's Skyquake. All right. Oh, by the way, guys, I do have one collectible that should be coming in this week that I'll share with you. It is a replica of the Rocky Balboa Championship belt. <laughs> and I'm expecting that to come in sometime this week and I can't wait to can't wait to have it. <laughs> you gonna awesome. It? What's that? You're going to put it on? Probably. <laughs> yeah. uh, check out my check out my Twitter. Maybe I'll have a picture of of me with the belt. You better. <laughs> you better. Yeah. We will look forward to that. <laughs> check out our interview with Thomas on Transmissions Alt Mode, and you will hear about his love of boxing and Rocky. So stay tuned. <laughs> All right, that's all for our trips to the store. So let's move on with the rest of the show. We now return to the Transmissions Podcast. Okay, so uh, moving on after trips to the store, we've got some convention news. So, of course, TFCon LA happened last weekend. We were all sadly unable to attend, so... We got to watch from the sidelines as lots of cool stuff happened at TFCon. Uh, one thing that, they, that was announced after the last show, but uh, before we recorded this show, uh, they had another exclusive 
that is the fans project lost exo realm tiger rex uh which is a um a new color scheme for this uh um this is a grimlock uh mm-hmm. design i believe like a, is it is this a war for cybertron design i'm sorry which which design is this <laughs> it's uh it's the fans project came out with their their lost eco realm uh you know series and it was kind of loosely based on the the war for cybertron stuff but uh it was it was fully in the fans project you know kind of style um but uh yeah, so they 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 des- they design this thing, and it's funny because I think Fans Project only exists now to supply TFCon LA or TFCon with with uh, exclusives. Um, but uh, yeah, so they did this uh, this unreleased G two color scheme for of Grimlock on this uh, on this Fans Project Eco Realm uh, T Rex or Tiger Rex, whatever. Um, but yeah, I think it looks pretty good. It's it's neat. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, I I wonder how uh, like I mean I I guess pe- I wonder if people got a chance to pick it up or if they sold out or if there's going to be more available after the show. I guess we'll see. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, and then we have pictures from the dealer room from the whole weekend. Uh, we did have uh, we both had both Robeson and uh, the company doing the um, the Bushujo uh, characters. So we had uh, we you can see there. There's you've got Optimus Prime, the you know doing the anime all the Transformers as anime girls. We had we already have Optimus Prime and Megatron that are have their full designs already, and then we have the Bumblebee prototype there. Uh, so there's a lot of lot of stuff going on. Also. Um, uh, just run, yeah, running through the pictures real quick. So there's a there's a cliff jumper, a third party cliff jumper, parkour. That third party Beast Wars Pterosaur that looks that's very detailed. I hadn't seen that before. Mm-hmm. I remember um, we talked about it a couple of shows ago. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, is this uh, it's the fans' hobby. Yeah. So um the Power Masters Dread Dreadwind. <laughs> well, these are their uh Japanese names, so Oh yeah. Buster, not Dreadwind. <laughs> uh then uh, Transformers Armada Megatron or Galvatron I should say in the Galvatron colors there. That's uh Galvatirano. Uh, let's see. There's a Rodimus Prime. Uh, oh, here's the, uh, the Bishujo, uh, figure. So there's your, uh, Optimus Prime Megatron and then the prototype for Bumblebee. So you get to see them in person. Looks pretty cool. And let's see. Oh, this star scream and the side swipe there. Oh, and it's using the using the real name. So that's a, that's a that's a change from the third party. So these are licensed, though. This is the MDLX stuff. Oh, okay. These are uh, model kits, I believe. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. They're three zero, yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're not model kits, but they're from three zero. Hmm. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So lots of lots of cool stuff showing up on the on the show floor there. Uh, they also had a third party panel, but uh, I mean, we're not going to go through everything here but uh, it does seem like there was some uh it looks like a lot of repeat stuff at the third party panel i don't think we had any brand new stuff there uh but we might uh might go through it quickly uh on the show next week and we'll uh you know we'll 
see if there's any highlights. But uh, yeah, it was a. It, it's it's always tough when there's a there's a party and you <laughs> and you're not invited. I mean, well, you know, everyone was invited, but we couldn't make it out there. But we, we had to have our own party. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, and yeah, and. Thomas, thanks. Thank you for joining us on this party, this, this little party on transmissions. We really appreciate it. My pleasure. And uh, yeah, and I, I think that takes us to the end of this episode of transmissions. Uh, so Thomas, again, thanks for joining us. Thanks for hanging out with us for the whole week. Uh, we'll, like I said, we'll have your full interview on transmissions alt mode. So everyone should definitely check that out. That'll be on Friday. This show is up on Wednesday. So uh, you've got that to look forward to if you're watching this uh, as it as it goes up. Uh, if you were a Donatron, you've already seen the whole thing because you got to watch it live. So you know, I'm just saying, <laughs> you, you know, you you get that that's a that's a perk, it's a bonus that comes with it. Uh, but yeah, uh, Thomas, anything anything else you want to plug uh, while we're here before we uh, before we end the show? Uh, not really. Um... I'm going to be appearing uh, at Montreal Comic-Con in the summer, and hopefully I'll be at TFCon in Orlando in the fall. Uh, but, yeah, that's about it. And if right. anybody check me out on social media, uh, my handle's uh, in the screen below, and I'm on Twitter and Instagram. Cool. And we will have links in the show notes so everyone can check that out. All right. Uh, as we end the show, of course, we give a shout out to our Masterpiece Donatrions. Those are the folks who continue to support the show at our highest level on Patreon, which is why we give them a shout out in every episode. So thank you again to John Forex Levengood and Demon Tech 82 Your support is awesome. And we thank you for coming back every month and helping us out. And it looks like you guys, I hope you guys are still with us. You got to watch us live for the this episode. So thank you. And, you know, you got to see your shout outs live. You guys are awesome. <laughs> and uh, that will do it for this episode of Transmissions. Thanks, everyone, for watching and listening. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Take care. Later. Thank you for listening to this episode of Transmissions. If you'd like to join the conversation, travel to our Discord channel at transmissionspodcast.com slash Discord. Want some cool transmission swag? Feast your eyes on our transmissions gear at transmissionspodcast.com slash shop. If you'd like to support our podcast, go to transmissionspodcast.com slash support or tell your friends about our show. We'll see you next time.